Have you ever felt like there isn't enough time in the day or like you don't have time to take care of your well-being and build your dream? Or maybe you felt like it's impossible for you to go to work and still build that business that you envision at the same time. Well, so have we. And this is why we decided to make this podcast. This podcast is not just for PTs, OTs, MDs, or RNs. It's for everyone in healthcare. Our mission is to inspire you to make healthcare a better place and to build your business or brand through stories and real life examples of some of the top leaders and entrepreneurs in healthcare. There's no better time than now. Welcome to Off the Clock, the Healthcare Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Off the Clock, the Healthcare Entrepreneur Podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Mr. Carborn Jr., and I'm joined by my main man, Mr. Paulo Ching. Paul, say what's up to the people. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's good to be alive. It's good to be uh, here. And just because I know Carl is going to complain about it, I'm just doing it, all right? Look, at some point, I think I've started to realize that I don't care. I don't care who's complaining that I talk too much. I don't care who's upset. You're listening anyway, and I'm happy that you're here. But it's good to be alive. It's good to be healthy. You know, got a good supply of sanitizer and soap, so I'm not tripping on this side of the tracks. All right, Paul, thank you for that. So without further ado, you guys know we love to bring you special guests. And of course, this week is no exception. With that being said, I want to go ahead and introduce an entrepreneur that is about to blow you guys' mind today and just drop some knowledge on you that if you don't walk away from this episode and go find a way to make some money, then I don't know what to tell you. But without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce Mr. Mark Todd. Mark, how you feeling? Thank you so much for joining us. I'm great. I'm great. How are you guys doing? Blessed, man. Blessed. That was a, that was a really good intro. Now you got me a little worried. I got to cope my A game. (laughs) That's all we bring for our people. We just bring people on their A game. That's the thing. You know, we're blessed to have our listeners and, you know, to be able to have you on the episode means a lot to us, means a lot to the people that are listening at home, in the car, on their drive, where they are. Um, they're about to get a lot of fire to, to start implementing today. Absolutely. So with that being said, you know, we like to be respectful of your time. So we're just going to dive right into it. So tell us, why did you get into the industry of affiliate marketing? I've been studying internet marketing for the last three years, you know, and I've done a bunch of different things. I started off with uh, doing Amazon and um, I kind of stumbled onto Amazon. I took a chance trip to China, maybe almost three years ago, October will be three years ago. And I went to China because I had some ideas on some stuff that I wanted to invent or create. And I went there to try to find some manufacturers. And while I was there, it was during one of the big trade shows. It's called the Canton Fair. And um, it's probably the biggest trade show in the world and whatnot. And uh, there's over like 20,000 vendors, people from all over the world go there to source products. And uh, while I was there, everybody was talking about Amazon. So I started studying Amazon, got into that. Then the next year I broke my leg. And while I was at home uh, for the summer, because I couldn't travel anywhere because I broke my leg and my foot, 
I learned about advertising on Facebook, building funnels. I was just stuck at home for the entire summer. So I just studied and studied and studied. And I'd always heard about affiliate marketing, but I thought it was just, you know, I thought it was some BS or whatever, you know, I thought it was just, oh, you promote somebody's product, you make like 75 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever. And, you know, as I kind of dove deeper and deeper and deeper into it, I saw that there were people out there that were really making a significant amount of money, you know, and, and I also like the fact that with affiliate marketing, you get to deal with the least amount of people as possible. So that's kind of what I'm on after, you know, I've had businesses, I've been in business for myself for the last probably about 25 years, you know, 20, yeah, about 25 years and successful businesses for like the last 18 years. And most of those businesses that I had required me to have big staffs, a lot of people and whatever. And when I retired from my company about five years ago, my first really successful company, a printing company, I decided that I didn't want to work with a whole lot of people anymore because that's the, that's the hard part about business. You know, it's like dealing with employees, dealing with customers and whatnot. And so I always, you know, since then uh, I took a few years off and when I got back into business and decided to go the route of the internet, I wanted to focus on businesses that allowed me to do it, you know, essentially by myself or with a small staff. So for the people that um, don't really understand what affiliate marketing is and they're not well-versed in the space, just kind of explain what affiliate marketing is um, like at a very rudimental level. Okay. So all affiliate marketing is, is just you promoting somebody else's product and they giving you a commission for it. It's really, to be honest with you, it's not a lot different than network marketing, right? The, the, the big difference between affiliate marketing on the internet and network marketing is network marketing. You got to um, bother your sister, your brother, your cousins to buy whatever weight loss or whatever low product, you know, and you got to annoy them and get people to come to meetings and get people to join on three-way calls and whatnot. And with affiliate marketing, you are um, just driving traffic to certain offers. And you just know that if you bring a certain amount of people to that offer, a certain amount of them is going to buy, you know? And I think more so than even promoting affiliate marketing is really the most important thing is just understanding internet marketing in general and just going out there and being able to make money off the internet. I think that like we're in probably, as far as uh, um, entrepreneurs are concerned, the most phenomenal time period of all time. Because before, when I started my main business 20 years ago, my printing company, like 19, 20 years ago, I could only make money from people in my area. So, you know, you go and you set up a a clothing store or a restaurant or whatever, and you're not even going to get people. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, right? So if I started in Atlanta, and let's say that my business was in Alpharetta, 95% of my business is going to come from people that live within five miles of my business, right? So you're very limited to the amount of money that you can make and, and how much you can scale up to, you know? But with the internet, it's, it's phenomenal because you can literally have customers all over the world. People all over the world can go out there and, and, and buy your product and you can make money from people in every country all over the world. So 
to me, I think that the internet is like the greatest thing for an entrepreneur or a business person, you know? And I think that regardless of whatever, because there's a bunch of different ways to make money on the internet. You know, affiliate marketing is just one way. Selling physical products is another way. There's, there's all different types of ways. And I think that the most important thing that your listeners or anybody listening can do is learn, understand how to make money on the internet. And if you decide that you want to do affiliate marketing, then that's cool. If you decide that you want to sell products on the internet that's cool if you decide that you want to sell information over the internet that's cool really the the exact way that you're gonna make money doesn't really matter it's just more so about learning to make money on the internet well everybody should be stuck indoors right now right right so just kind of like talk about the importance of like you know learning this now versus you know being something that maybe somebody could push this off to later because i think like Right now, more than ever, like a lot of people are the furloughed. A lot of people probably were let go. A lot of people are just like in that position where they're, do I, do I switch careers? Do I start doing this? And like, there's this whole world of, of marketing and making money and selling and learning how to do the stuff on the internet that's out there that we're not taught. Right. And I can guarantee not one person sat in school and was taught how to make money on the internet. So kind of talk to us about the importance of that. And like, you know, why people need to figure this out now versus later. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of like that quote, like the best time to learn anything was yesterday. You know, the best time to do anything was yesterday. The second best time is today, you know? And I'm sure most of your listeners have probably heard that quote or some variation of that quote, but it's absolutely so true. It's like, you know, you're stuck at home. You might as well do something that, you know, after this whole time period is over and things go back to, I don't even want to say normal because I think that we're going to have a new version of normal, but when things go back to everyone going out a little bit more and whatnot, you want to have left this time period with a skill. And that's one of the things that I, that I pride myself on. Like, again, you know, I learned a large part of what I know about the internet or started to learn during a time when my leg was broken, you know, and a lot of people, and this is what really separates true champions from everybody else you know everybody else when they get into a bad position they it's like they they want to crawl into the fetal position and cry and and sit there and suck their uh, miseries into whatever you know whatever vices they may have or netflix or playing video games or whatever i'm the type of person that you know and i'm not going to say that okay i don't go through challenging times too like everyone else but I'm going to say, you know what, I'm, I'm stuck in this position. It's probably for a reason. Let me make the, the most of it, you know? Like one, one of the best things that ever happened to me, one of the best and worst things was back in um, June of 2018. I had a trip. I was supposed to be going to Jamaica the next week. And I remember coming out of my bedroom. It was a Saturday morning. And I was rushing out of my bedroom. And I ended up tripping on my stairs. And I broke my, I didn't even know for about, a week or two that actually my leg was broken, but I broke my leg and I broke my other foot, you know, and I was literally stuck at home for three or four months, you know, barely could walk, had to hobble around, didn't really have anybody to help me. Didn't even ask anybody to help me because that's, you know, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to tough it out. That's the type of person I am. I think the very first day, my one of my best friends, I asked him to go to Walmart and buy a few things for me, some groceries and whatnot, and he did that. And I never asked anybody else for any sort of help while I was during that time period. And I just said, you know what? I could have sat there and sulked and cried and whatever about my situation. But I said, you know what? I'm going to utilize this time. 
And I took that time to learn about first, you know, I, I was I was seeing people and what it really happened was I had some products that got that I had ordered to sell on Amazon and those products got banned. And I said, man, you know what? Um, Amazon, I can't sell them on Amazon. I don't want to be stuck with these products. So let me go ahead and um, I'm seeing, I'm on Instagram. I'm seeing all these ads where people selling products. How the hell do you sell products on Instagram? So then I started, um, you know, researching on how do you sell products on Instagram? And then I found out that you advertise on Instagram through Facebook. So then now I started studying Facebook and then through me getting a Facebook course, I had learned about uh, that, you know, you do it through funnels. You know, you had to get funnels, build funnels and whatnot. And I started studying that. And that's like one of the greatest things that happened to me, you know, during that time period. So while I was stuck at home and I couldn't travel and go to all the places that I wanted to go to or that I was scheduled to go to, I was still able to learn that skill, which has helped me so much. It's helped me to be able to make tons of money over the last two years and then me to help other people. You know, um, you know, my brother, Greg. And I've done a lot of work with him over the last six or seven months. And a lot of the skills that I learned during that time period, I was able to use them to help Greg um, have a phenomenal first part of this year. I love how you alluded to, take, taking a step back, I love how you alluded to the, the difference between network marketing and affiliate marketing. Because I think a lot of people here in affiliate marketing and off you know, off the bat, they start thinking towards network marketing. They're like, oh, no, a pyramid scheme. I don't want any part of it, you know, and really and truly unpopular opinion. I think that network marketing, I think that MLM gives you a really good foundation as an entrepreneur. I think, I think for myself, I, so in 2014, my very first network marketing, I don't do, I don't do it anymore, but my very first network marketing company was a company called Vima that sold Verve, which was like a healthy energy drink. And a lot of personal development, you know, and just the grit and grind of getting yourself out there and getting no's and getting some yeses, you know, and stuff like you, you build that there. So I think that's a really good thing that lays a foundation for most entrepreneurs. But leading into the affiliate marketing piece, I want to ask you, in terms of when you're looking at a company and you say, okay, I want to do affiliate marketing for this company or for this product. What would you say are the top three things that you look for that lets you know, all right, boom, this is what I'm, this is the company that I'm going to do affiliate marketing with. So let me first, before I even answer that question. And if I, if I verge off too far, just reel me back in because I, I have a tendency to do that, but I wanted to just, um, to, to co-sign what you just said, you know? And it's so funny because my first attempt into network marketing was in 2014 as well. And actually, Greg recruited me in, you know? He was doing something called Beachbody. And, and that was a product that he used that had changed his life at that time, you know? And, and we both were so against network marketing because our dad did network marketing and we never saw it really bring him any tangible, any huge results or whatever, you know? And then also couple that with the fact that because of the business, we probably equated that business to him not spending the time with us and doing the thing with us, doing the things with us that he should have when we were younger. So we both hated network marketing. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just even mentioned like, nah, bro, I don't even want to hear that, 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 you know, and we would always shoot it down. 
And in 2014, I don't even think I had talked to Greg in a little while. And he had reached out to me and he was like, man, I'm doing this thing, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, you know, I kind of was, you know, I didn't completely brush him off, but it just so happened that during that, like right when he called, like maybe two weeks or so after he called me, I was going to be in his area and I hadn't seen him in a long time. So I said, okay, I had to go to a seminar in Orlando. So I said, you know what, I'll come down to Tampa for a couple days and um, for a day or two and hang out with you and then, and then drive over to, to Tampa. And he introduced me to Beachbody and we both got involved in it. And I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about other people, you know, like it was up to me. Any kids that I've had, or if, if I have more kids in the future, I would make them do a network marketing company when they turn 18. Because, you know, the thing about network marketing is that in order to be successful at it, you have to have so much personal development, you know? And that's why network marketing companies push personal development so hard because, yeah, you're going to get the door slammed in front of you a million times. Yeah, you're going to get told no a million times and you've got to be able to continue to persevere on it. If you can't do that, then you'll never, ever, ever, ever be successful, you know? And that's why most people don't make it in network marketing, you know? And you learn so many skills. Like one of the things that I had a problem with at that time was just even talking to people. I was, I was always, to me, what I consider to be a pretty good leader, a great leader, but I couldn't talk to groups of people. I was afraid to talk to people. And having to do it over and over and over and over again helped me so much in network marketing. And then it also helped me to build a following that at that time where I was able to turn that into coaching people on personal development and whatnot. So even though I didn't stay in the Beachbody company for a long time, the short period of time that I was in there, I did have a, a good little bit of success. Both me and Greg had some success and we were highlighted for that and whatnot. And I, and I don't think that we both would be where we're at today and what we're respectively doing if it wasn't for that network marketing opportunity, even though it didn't really work out for us, you know? But um, going back to the question that you had as to like, what do we look at? You know, what do I look at? Well, one of the things was that, you know, when Greg picked that product, that Beachbody product, it was a product that worked for him, you know? And at the time I was, um, I was, I was uh, way overweight and I wanted to change too. And I ended up doing the product and then I ended up losing a bunch of weight. I gained it back <laughs> like we all do, right? But, you know, so at that time, it was very easy for me to push that product because the product had actually worked for me. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things that you look at, you know, as far as like now, I don't really get so much into products that I particularly use. The first thing that I look at when I look at a product that I'm going to promote as far as affiliate marketing is concerned is, is that product converting? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to, so, so here's the thing, right? When you're doing affiliate marketing, especially when you're doing it online, to me, there's three phases of it, right? Uh, there's three parts to it. There's the advertising that you're going to do. So whether you're doing, you know, some people will, will build up a huge email list. And then with their email list, they'll just send their email list a bunch of offers and whatnot, right? Then you have people that run paid ads. So whether it be uh, YouTube ads or Facebook ads, Instagram ads, or whatever ads to a particular offer, right? Where I'm focusing right now is running Facebook ads, right? Running paid traffic to my offers. So for me, I have the ad part, 
which is me running the Facebook ads to a lander because Facebook doesn't like, if you're doing any sort of affiliate marketing, Facebook doesn't like when you send the traffic directly to the offer. They don't, for whatever reason, they don't like people doing affiliate on their site. So what you have to do is you send the people, you capture them with the ad, and then you send them to your lander, your landing page, right? Or uh, it's also known as your bridge page because basically you're creating a bridge over to the offer, right? So you got your ad, you got your lander or your bridge page, and then you have the actual VS VSL, the video sales letter or the, the person's offer. So here's the thing that I look at. I look at, is that offer already converting? Because if that offer is converting and there's a bunch of people already making money with that offer, then that means I don't even have to worry about the third part. I only have to worry about parts one and part two, you know? So for me, that's probably the most important thing that I look at is, is there offer? Is there people already making money at it, you know? And I think that because then if, it, if, if people are, then I know that I can make money. You know, so, I mean, we draw a lot of belief off of what others can do and someone else, and that's not to say that it may be someone else, people that are running traffic to it, they just don't know what they're doing and they can't, but if someone already is making money, then that means, Hey, I can do it too. So I just got to figure out parts one and parts two in order to be successful. I feel like I already got a ton of, ton <laughs> of info right then and there. I'm just like, dang. So let's kind of talk about when it comes to figure out these parts, right? And, and you find a product and you say, okay, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to use. That's what I'm going to make my money with. If, if you're coaching somebody, somebody's listening to this and clearly if somebody's listening, the very next question they're asking is like, where do I start? Okay. I know the products I'm going to do, right? It could be, if you're watching, I'm holding up a water bottle. So it could be this water bottle, the shaker bottle. They're like, okay, but where do I start? What's going to be step one? I already found the thing I'm going to do, but now how do I actually get out there and put it to work? So what you have to do is you got to figure out what are you going to use as your traffic source? So like, what do you have? You know, so some people already have a big email list. So if you got a big email list of a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand people or whatever, then you can go ahead and start marketing that product towards your email list, right? If you don't have an email list, to me, the easiest way to get started is by running paid traffic because you don't have to have no email list to run paid traffic. And with paid traffic, nobody even knows who you are or what you're promoting, you know? So again, you know, for me, the most important thing that I want to promote is not necessarily affiliate marketing, but just marketing on the internet period. Right. And then once you, once you learn the, the, the keys to marketing on the internet, then now, you can decide whatever it is that you want to do, you know? So for me, like back in, back when I broke my leg, I had identified about four or five things that I wanted to focus on for the next year or two years and become really good at those things. And I knew that if I became really good at those things, I can do anything. And at that time, affiliate marketing wasn't even on my radar, right? But me learning those four or five different things has helped me with the work, the consulting work that I've done with Greg, it has helped me with affiliate marketing. And it, I've realized it'll pretty much help me in anything that I decide that I want to do Whether You know, I have a small agency. I don't really take on clients, uh, but I take on projects that I want to take on. It helps me with that, you know? So if you want, I can kind of go over with you guys some of those key things that I think that it's really important for anyone that's listening to this 
for them to actually learn to be successful on the internet. I actually have a list. So I'm going to look over at my list, you Please, know, go for it. We would. I, yeah. I have this huge list that's on my wall in my dining room where my office is that I look at every day just to remind me of these things that I want to make sure that I become really, really good at that will help me to be successful on the internet. So number one is that I have on there is learning Facebook ads, how to run Facebook ads. And I have a uh, messenger box, but they're really two separate things, right? So let me just kind of touch over Facebook ads and why Facebook ads are so powerful. What a lot of people don't realize is that Facebook has like over 5,000 on average, over 5,000 data points on every single person, right? You think they don't know nothing about you, but they know everything about you, right? Every cat video that you like, every one of your sisters, brothers, your friends' videos or whatever they like, they know what triggers you. They know what's going to get you to respond and whatnot, you know? For the last probably year or two years, if you go to my Facebook profile, you won't see, I probably haven't posted hardly anything. I probably posted three or four things over the last year or two, just because I'm in a whole different space and I don't want to get overly caught up in that, right? But Facebook still knows what triggers me and whatnot. So what they'll do is that once they know like, okay, he's not going to respond to like birthday pictures and people's pictures of them vacation and whatnot. But if we send him some political stuff, he's going to get riled up because I'm very opinionated when it comes to politics in the United States. You know what I'm saying? So after a while, all they start sending me is, is all kinds of, and I don't want to turn this into a political thing, but it sent me all the, because they know that I'm going to go in and I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to speak my mind or whatever. So I say all of that to say that Facebook knows so much about us because not only all the stuff that we like and all the friends that we have and whatnot, but people don't realize this. And this is why Facebook stays getting in trouble is because they also buy information from other companies. And what they'll do is they'll buy information on you from your credit card companies. So they understand your buying habits, what you're more likely to buy and whatnot. And then they merge that information with their own information. And another thing that most people don't know is that Facebook has tracking pixels on damn near almost every site, any site that, that, that markets on Facebook, um, they uh, or any company that markets on Facebook has tracking pixels on their own website. So Facebook merges all of that information together, right? And then so they know who's likely to buy people that are wearing red hats that say influential on it. You know what I'm saying? People that wearing gold chains or people from this or people from that and all this or whatever. They have all this information on you. So just learning how to advertise on Facebook is such a phenomenal tool, you know? And if you know how to do that, and most small businesses have no idea of, of how to do that. They think that when you say, oh, do you market on Facebook? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on Facebook. I post stuff on my timeline all the time. Well, guess what? Nobody sees it. Nobody, if you got a business and all you're doing is posting, making some posts on your timeline, what people don't realize is that, okay, let's say you got 500 friends, right? Or let's say you even have a thousand friends on Facebook. Only Facebook only shows your, every time you make a post, they only show it to 1% of your friends, like one to 3% of your friends. So if you got a thousand friends, they're only going to show it to 10 people. And then the 10 people that they show it to, or more than likely the people that, that, that respond the most 
to your um, to your ads. And these people might not necessarily even be your customers. It might be your cousin in New Jersey or your aunt Flo in Seattle or wherever. You know what I'm saying? So these people aren't buying it. And, I, and, it, and it tickles me every day when I see people put it, oh, my friends be hating on me because they don't like my Facebook. Like, who cares if your friends buy your, uh, like your Facebook post or your family supports your Facebook post? I don't care about it because unless they're spending some money with me, I really don't care who like my thing and who don't like it. You know what I'm saying? But regardless, if you're just posting on your Facebook timeline, you're only reaching out to people that already know you. That's not even who you're supposed to be reaching out to. That's not what advertising on Facebook is. It's going in to the Facebook business manager and creating a Facebook business account and then marketing to who you think your target audience is, right? And you're able to, to, to target that audience even if they're in a particular, uh, particular location. So let's say I'm in Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. I, and I have a restaurant, I can say, okay, I'm going to target everybody that is a, I'm going to target, and I know that my demographic is moms, right? So I can sit there and say, okay, I'm going to target all the moms between the ages of 25 and 54 that live five miles, that live within a five mile radius of my restaurant or my business or whatever that has this particular interest and you can go in and pinpoint target who exactly it is that you want to reach that's why facebook is more valuable than any other media company that's why mark zuckerberg is worth you know damn near close to a hundred billion dollars that's why facebook is worth hundreds of billions of dollars yet probably 95 percent of the people that are listening to your podcast have never ever spent any money with facebook everybody's still there and everybody is on it and, 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 and no one has spent any money on it. So where Facebook is getting their money from, they're getting their money from the advertising because it's the most powerful way to advertise. So learning that skill would not only help you if you decide that you want to do affiliate marketing, but any sort of business that you have to reach out to people, you're going to need to be able to contact them through, uh, through Facebook. You know, you think about it. If you got a, um, let's say you have a physical therapy clinic, right? And you're like, okay, I want to advertise. You want to go on the radio and you want to advertise, right? It, it may cost you like $500 for a 30 second commercial and you're targeting everybody in the city. So like for me, I live in Atlanta, right? I run a, uh, a radio ad on B103 or whatever the hot radio station is in Atlanta and it targets everybody in the city. Well, guess what? 75% of those people will never, ever come to my business because the radio might target a 30, 40, 50 mile radius. But really and truly, we kind of even said it earlier, the only people that would live within a five mile radius may even consider coming to my business. So when you advertise by any other means like radio or TV, all you're doing is throwing money down the drain. But with Facebook, I could say I only want to target people that are within a five mile radius of my business that 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 fit this particular demographic and 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 spend a lot less money and be able to make a lot more money back. So learning Facebook ads is probably one of the most important skills that you could possibly learn, you know, understanding funnels, right? Understanding like how to create. I did a training yesterday. I think Paul was on there. No, I know Paul was on there on how to create offers, understanding how to, how to present good offers to people, 
you know? And this is how you separate yourself from everybody else. Because if me and you are selling the same thing, both of us have an iPhone and I'm selling an iPhone and you're selling an iPhone, but then now with my iPhone, so, so then now we got to compete on price, right? So you at 500, I got to sell it for 475. Then you say, Shh, I'm going to sell it for 465. Now it's a race to the bottom, right? But if I say, no, you know what? I'm not selling my, uh, you're selling it for 500. I'm going to sell mine for a thousand. But here's what I'm going to do with my iPhone that I'm going to sell a thousand. I'm going to put some apps on there, right? That's going to help you to skyrocket your business. I'm going to put all the people that's in your industry, all their phone numbers on here so you can message them at any time. I'm going to put this on. I'm going to put that. Now I can sell my phone for double the same damn phone, the same phone. I can sell it for double what you're selling it for. You know what I'm saying? So really understanding those concepts and being able to create offers, that's an important skill. Understanding copywriting. You know, I spent um, last year, I probably spent about four or five months just studying copywriting. You know, a lot of people don't think about this, but there's certain ways and certain techniques that you got to use when you're communicating with, the, with, with, your, with your audience right? You can't just, you can't communicate with everybody the same way. The same way that I might be talking to you on this podcast is going to be completely different if I have a product that I'm targeting toward, let's say a demographic of white women that are 60 plus, right? I'm not going to say, yo, what's up? Da, 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 because that, they're not even going to understand that, you know? I'm going to, even like the names that I use and the examples that I use in my ads aren't going to be Shaniqua or Keisha or whatever. I'm going to say Betsy or Martha, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to be able to relate to that. So just understanding copywriting, understanding, you know, how to, how to trigger people's emotions and get them and, and get them curious and want to click, you know, that's a whole nother skill in itself. You know, that's a skill that people Go to, you know, um, learn for years and years and years. And, and, and the best copywriters make millions and millions and millions of dollars, you know. And I'm not saying that you have to be the, 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 the absolute best at every single one of these skills. But I think it would help you to understand, to even know that there's a difference between all these different things. Because a lot of people don't think about, like, you know, they see these ads on Facebook and they don't think about that a lot of times people aren't writing the people who are promoting things aren't writing those ads because they have no idea how to do it. So they go out there and find the best people to, to write their ads and whatnot, to be able to, to connect with people. It's like, you know, if you think about a sing, like, you know, and most people never ever think about stuff like this, but like a singer or a rapper or whatever, what makes one stand out, one rapper or one singer stand out better than anybody else? It's because that singer or rapper or whatever is a musician is able to connect with the people on an emotional level. You see what I'm saying? So your copy that you're writing, your ad has to be able to connect with people on an emotional level. They got to be like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 for instance, one of the offers that I'm promoting right now is a weight loss offer. And in it, I write this story. You know, it's, and it's about a, because I know that the product targets a, um, the demographic of people that generally buy the product is, is, is going to be a woman that's probably in her forties, fifties or sixties, you know? So I tell this story in the ad, I said, you know, it was my friend Janet's uh, 55th birthday. And we decided that, you know, we were going to take a cruise together. This is a cruise 
that we had talked about. I mean, this is, this is something that was on our bucket list that had been on our bucket list ever since we were in college. Janet's my best friend from college, you know? And we decided to go on this cruise with our husbands to celebrate Janet's 55th birthday. And uh, no, not a cruise. We went to the Bahamas to celebrate Janet's 55th birthday. And we were in the Bahamas and it was perfect. It was a wonderful vacation. The only problem was is that every time we would go to the beach, I would have to cover up because I was so ashamed of my body because I had, was overweight. I had gained all this weight from when I had kids and I never lost it. And, you know, Janet could tell that, you know, I was a little upset during the trip and she asked me what was wrong. And I told her, you know, I gained a little bit of weight. And Janet told me about this little secret uh, about this video that she watched and this video changed her life. And now it has changed my life. Click this button below if you want to watch that same video too. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that story, you know, the average woman that's in her forties or fifties, that's overweight, probably that was at one time with skinny probably gained the weight from their kids, you know, from having their kids. So they're going to hear that story or read that story and they're going to relate to that story. They don't know that it's some black dude in Atlanta that wrote that. You know what I'm saying? They just, they're just like, wow. Uh, you know, and some people might say that, oh, that's what, but I mean, but you're connecting with the audience, you know, and, and then you're, you're telling a story that they're going to be able to relate to. And then now they're interested because they're, I've, I've made an emotional connection with them. You know what I'm saying? And then now they want to find out more because now they're emotionally involved because they're going through the same thing, you know? So understanding copywriting is so, so, so very important. You know, understanding offers, understanding Facebook ads, understanding funnels, you know, um, how to build funnels out and not even just like technically how to build funnels out, but how to make it make sense. Like understanding why we do as people, why we do what we do, you know, what causes us, what will make us click on this offer versus that offer. People don't understand that these companies spend billions and billions and billions of dollars trying to understand this stuff because it's not... You know, us as people, we want to think that what we do is so, uh, you know, that it's so, what's the word I'm looking for, but so sporadic, you know? Oh, nobody knows what I'm going to do. I don't even know. Nah, man, we're all predictable. You know what I'm saying? And if you understand what gets us to move in whatever direction, then you can use that to help your sales and whatnot. You know, you know what's what really hit, and I think for the listeners as they're listening, first of all, y'all need to like, be thankful we have Mark on the episode today because he basically just gave you the blueprint on, on how to get it started, especially, you know, as I was listening, right, I'm thinking like in, in my own situation, right, I live in a small town where I know, right, now granted, I ain't got time to be going out there and doing this because I'm working on something else, but I know like a lot of the businesses that are in my town, there are a lot of small businesses and they may probably be losing a lot of money right now, especially because they're not doing the, the advertising. They're not doing the stuff out there. And most people don't even know what they should be doing. So no, if I'm listening to the episode and I'm thinking like, you know what? I know like the hardware store down the block or the little mom and pop store uh, restaurant down the block might need somebody to do some advertising. Might need somebody to do some copywriting to kind of get their traffic and their people back in. This could be something I could learn. Where I can make some money on the side. I can make money full time. And, and I don't have to go like breaking the bank or like, you know, losing my job because whatever, I could learn to do this like, like after 
I'm off the clock, right? Um, I could learn how to do this. And that's how I'm like, listen to this, you know, as a listener, I'm thinking like, yo, there's so many ways that they could apply all these different things. Cause it's, it's real. Like you've literally just given the blueprint and I got, I got to ask this, right. Cause um, I'm sure Carl wants to know. Um, I kind of know. And I think the listeners want to know, right. To just like, even using these skills alone, like what kind of money have you been able to make? Like just using these skills alone to like be able to be where you are. Man, um, in the internet marketing game in general. So affiliate marketing is something that I'm just really kind of getting started with. I've been studying it for the last four or five months. So I haven't made a whole lot of money yet because I'm still learning it, right? And still applying what I learned. And I'm right there at that cusp of about to making money. But off of the internet alone, over the last year and a half, I've, I've made probably over a million dollars, you know? This is going to be my first million dollar year on the internet, you know, and not only just that, and, and then keep in mind too, I could have made a lot more, but I'm so picky right now. Um, as, cause I have other businesses that make other money. And I know a lot of people, but a lot, I've done so much blood, sweat and tears over the last 15 years that I've been able to put myself in a position to where I can do the things that I want to do and not have to do whatever for money. So I can go and work for somebody and not make as much or do help someone out and because I, I just want to work with them and help versus me having to go out there. So really making money, make, it, it's such a funny thing. Making money hasn't been, it is very important to me, but it's not, I'm not going to suck. I, I, I made a promise to myself back in 2015 that I'd never, ever take a job again just for money. You know what I'm saying? So I'll take on projects because I think that that project will elevate me or help me to learn and uh, learn something that the way that I want to learn it versus taking money. So really the amount of money that I've made, even though I'm making really good money, I could have made five times that if that was my, my pure focus is doing that, you know, but you know, Greg will tell you, you know, I've been a, a huge part of his success that he's had this year, you know, and I didn't really work with Greg before this. So I couldn't ever take credit for anything that he's done before that, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of the success that he had early on this year, you know, I helped him build the funnels. I helped him with the copywriting. I did most of the copyright, the good copyright that he had, you know, even like his messaging, his videos and stuff like that. I'm the one that would sit there and, you know, I'd go to Tampa and we'd be at his beach house at his office and I would tell him exactly what to say, which he saw brought a huge difference in his, um, in his business for the earlier part of this year. Now, uh, I haven't done anything with him over the last month or two because I've been focusing on some of my own stuff and he's working on whatever he's working on. But, you know, you know, he had the biggest, he had the biggest launch of his career based off of a lot of the, the work that I helped him with, you know. Now, granted, you know, Greg had already had his own audience and whatnot. So I'm not trying to say, oh, it was because of me. It was but, me. No, 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 no. But I'm going to tell you a funny thing, and I hope he's watching this, right? But um, I hadn't talked to Greg in about a year or something like in In a long time. We hadn't, I hadn't seen him in like about a year or something like that. And I didn't even know that he was going to be at Funnel Hacking Live in 2019, right? And I come out of the bathroom on the first day and I see Greg, right? He's in, in line waiting to go into the bathroom, t 
talking to he might be embarrassed that I'm saying this, but um, I see he talking to a guy and I said, "Oh, what's up, man?" And you know, I, I, we hadn't seen each other in a while, right? And we hadn't really talked to each other in like we're both so busy. He has his family doing what he does, and I'm over here doing what I'm doing, you know. And um, so he came out. I, I was coming out of the bathroom, so I waited on him. He went in and came out or whatever. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm good. You know, I'm just learning and, you know, about to uh, tell him about some of the stuff I was working on and whatnot. And he's like, oh, man, oh, I, I could help you with that. You know, Greg can be a little arrogant sometimes, right? I, I mean, but it's a, it's a competition thing because we're brothers and we grew up very competitive. You know, I'm two years older than him and we just grew up very competitive. We competed on everything, man, as kids growing up everything we were competing every day man and if one person beat the other in video games man that person would go and cry and then come back and then, and then greg would like you know at nighttime come out and practice the video games all night when he's supposed to be sleeping because we got school in the morning so he could get better to come back and beat me the next day you know and if i would win then i'd be like oh i'm not playing you anymore i'm not playing you for a couple of days and he would get mad and but we just grew up very, very competitive, you know? And um, so when he came out of that bathroom and we started talking, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to, you know, I'm learning this stuff, how to do webinars really good. He's like, oh man, I got that, I got that mastered, man. I got that mastered. I just did a, I've done six figure launches, you know, I've done a hundred thousand dollar launch or fifty thousand dollar launch or whatever. And I was like, okay. And he's just there talking to me like, like I'm a chump, you know, like, like I don't know what I'm doing. And at that time I was still learning this stuff. So I wasn't even as good as what I am now. You know, but it was just so funny. His like, oh man, oh, oh, oh yeah, I got that covered. Oh, I'm not, you know, and we've gone on to do probably five times the launch that I helped him do was probably five times bigger than anything that he had ever done before in the past. You know, so um, yeah, man, it's you know these these skills can really help you take it and really make tons and tons and tons of money. Even going to back to what you just said. You know, with, you know, you got these businesses that are out there that have, you know, 90% of the businesses that are out here, especially small businesses, have no idea how to advertise on Facebook, you know. And if you could, you could figure that out, that's a good little side hustle because that's something that you could run ads for a business and you can make at least $1,000 a month doing that, $2,000 a month. I mean, there's some agencies that charge $10,000, $20,000 a month, just depending on how big the, the, the company is that you're working with. But on a, on a low level, you could charge them $1,000 a month. If you have four or five businesses that you're running ads for, that's an extra five, dollars $10,000 a month right there, you know, and you're helping them. And, and yeah, there's going to be a lot that say, oh, we're not advertising. But let me tell you something, man. Even during times like this, there's places that are still making money. There are places that are still making, I have a buddy, one of my best friends, uh, I'm the godfather to like all his kids and whatnot. He has a restaurant here in Atlanta, Caribbean restaurant. And, and let me tell you, he's been in business for at least 13, 14 years. And he says that right now his business is doing better than any other time he's ever been in business. Well, you know, what's crazy about that. And I just want to address this too, just to kind of hit that point home, Right. I think a lot of people, especially are making the assumption that just because we're in a pandemic, folk are not spending cash. No, people spend, people, people might people be spending, spending more money now than they they spend the last 10 years, you know? I know there's probably, I'm not going to quote this, but I'd say maybe 50% of everybody that got that pandemic check probably spent it all in the first month. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's going to happen, what I think is going to happen is that people are getting, um, I think that it's going to, things are going to get worse before they get better. Because I think what's happening is that people are getting that, that, you know, got the little pandemic stimulus money, and then they get the, uh, the little paycheck relief money or whatever, and they're blowing it. And they're not, and because they feel they don't have to pay their rent, they're not paying the rent. I own a bunch of houses too. So that's another business that I have. I own um, like 13 houses here in Atlanta. And, but unfortunately for me, I haven't come across that issue. All of my tenants have paid their rent, you know? But I know I've talked to, cause I just had to hire a carpet cleaner to clean one of the carpets at one of my houses. And he was saying how he was so busy. Like it took, it took me two weeks to schedule him to come because he was saying that, that the amount of work that he has is almost tripled or quadrupled because so many people are leaving out. And he said that, and I, and I said, wow, what's going on? He said that people are getting this money, right? That the little paycheck money and then, but they're not, they're just blowing it. They're not paying for their rent because they don't think that they have to. And then now they're moving out before they get foreclosed on right? And finding new places or whatever. And, um, and you know, so I think that what's happening is that a lot of people are going to do that. They're getting their money, they're blown, they're at home, they're bored. So what do they do? They jump on Amazon and they go ham and they buy stuff. I got products. Another one of my, I have plenty, a bunch of different businesses, a bunch of different ways that I make money. And so another one of my business, I, I was telling you earlier, is that I sell products on Amazon. And I noticed I have two main products that I sell. One of them is a commercial product that's mostly used in commercial businesses. That product is kind of taking a dump because it still sells okay, but it's probably doing half of what it normally does because, you know, restaurants and commercial buildings aren't really being open like that, right? But my other product, which has nothing to do with, it's just, it's a product that a lot of parents buy for their kids and whatnot. That thing has, like, I've, I've ran out of that product twice this year. I probably, just by not having it in stock, I probably lost $100,000 so far this year because for two months, we had been um, sold out of it. You know, I just got some in and I got some more coming in. You know, I got a big container coming in of them. But I'm like, damn, people are still buying this in a pandemic? What? You know, but people are still spending money. People are still spending money. And what's going to end up happening is that when those congressmen and senators cut that money off and and people still can't go back to work because, you know, people didn't want to stay inside and the virus continued to spread, it's going to get ugly at the end of this year, man. But then again, there's going to be opportunity. Warren Buffett has this quote and he's like, when people are out there spending money, that's when you need to be saving. That's when you need to be fearful, you know? But then when everybody's fearful and not doing anything, that's when you go out there and really go hard, you know? There's about to be um, blood in the streets before the end of this year, you know? And I'm honestly, and this is going to sound bad, but I'm, I'm a capitalist to the bone. I'm taking advantage of it. I mean, that's how I came up. That's, that's how I was able to hit the seven-figure status, you know what I'm saying? was during the last recession in, in 2008, I had money saved up, and I just bought houses. I bought houses for 10 I bought houses for 10 grand. I bought one house for 11 grand during that time period that I probably made since I bought that house a hundred thousand. So I've made 10 times my money. And if I wanted to sell that house right now, I could sell it for 80 or 90,000, but I'm going to sit here and let another 10 years go by and make another hundred grand on it. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh my gosh, man. Listen, if, 
if people do not listen to this episode and, and go make some money, I don't know what to say. I'm going to make it even easier for them. So we talked about the Facebook ads. We talked about the copywriting. We talked about the funnels. For the people that are going to listen to this podcast and say, well, he talked a little bit about that stuff, but how is he doing it? Like, where is he finding information on? What books or courses or resources in general would you recommend to people to dive into to be able to really study this information and really be able to, you know, dissect it and then apply it? So because I have a lot of um, big connections and whatnot, I sent my phone off and somebody put this thing on my phone called Google, right? And <laughs> you guys may not have heard of it, but I got this thing called Google on my phone and Google <laughs> tells me anything. I can ask Google any question I want and Google tells me Google and YouTube and actually Google owns YouTube, you know? I mean, there's just the information is out there, man. You just gotta wanna, you just gotta wanna go out there and get it, you know. And that's the thing. A lot of people expect for things to be um, hand fed to them, and and you know, I mean, like even like podcasts like this, man, where you guys are sharing this information, you know, years ago, people would have to pay tons of money to hear the information that you guys are giving away for free. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and as I say all the time that we live in the most phenomenal time period of all time, because think about it, man, like I can tell you 20 years ago, there wasn't resources like this that were out here that were even sharing what we're talking about right now, you know, to hear this type of information that I'm sharing. And I'm sure that you guys and your other guests share, people would have to pay tens of thousands of dollars, you know, and all you need is someone to just even, you know, and even though we just don't have enough time for me to sit here and explain exactly how Facebook works, how copywriting works, how to build out funnels and whatnot, right? I'm giving you guys the seeds. And then now you, you take those seeds, those little seeds, and then you go on to, 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 to Google and you go to YouTube and start looking them up and start figuring out. But you just, you have to have a strong desire. And that's the thing. Most people just don't really have that strong desire. They'll go out there and search for a little bit, they, uh, a little bit for it. But guess what? Tonight, oh, not Thursday night. My favorite show is coming on TV. Not Thursday night. It's Netflix and chill night. You know, like with me, ain't no Netflix and chill. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't do that over here. We we be studying. We be going at it hard every night. You know, I'm a traveler. I love to travel. Last year, I went to like five countries. I went to 10 states, 10 or 15 states, you know, tons of cities, maybe 15, 20 cities or whatever. So I haven't been able to do that in the last six months. The last trip that I took was to, um, was right before things got crazy. I went to Phoenix and then I had went to Tampa to work with Greg for a week and then Jamaica before that, you know, and that was back in early March. So I haven't left not, you know, not even my city in six, in, in five or six months. And it's been very painful for me because I, I love to travel, but man, even with all that being said, man, I just double down on learning this stuff so that when I am able to travel again, I could travel better and longer because I'll have way more money, you know? So as far as the resources, you know, YouTube, you know, there's, there's millions of people that have videos on all this stuff that we're talking about on YouTube. And essentially, all you got to do is go on there 
and find someone that, um, you know, and, and just listen to a bunch of different videos and find somebody that you resonate with. And I guarantee you that they'll probably have a course or something like that. And then, and then go buy their course, you know, go buy their course or, or you don't even have to buy the course because you can really just go on there and learn on YouTube alone. The thing about buying somebody's course is that you get to cut out. If, if the person is good at what they're doing, you get to cut out a lot of the filler, a lot of the BS or whatever. But if you don't even have the money to do that, you can learn just from Facebook and, and, and YouTube, you know, so, I mean, uh, it's uh, Google and YouTube. As we, as we wrap up, you know, I just want to kind of hit home for the listeners that this episode has really been about like, if, if you've ever wondered what it'd be like to like find a way to finally have the leverage to say no to a lot of stuff. And I think that's a big thing too. You know, it's, it's not even about the cash. It's not even about chasing the money, but really just having the leverage. Cause for me as a grown man, like it does not sit well with me if, if I know like, and I always think like, you know, I have a family one day and say I'm working and I ask for some time off and, you know, another grown man tells me that I, I can't go to see my family or I can't go see the birth of my, my children or stuff like that because, you know, he got to go on vacation or grown woman, she's got to go on vacation. It doesn't sit well with me. And so like a lot of the stuff that people have learned on this episode, man, it's going to give you that opportunity to have that leverage to be able to take control of your life, first of all be able to take control of your financial situation, be able to take control of your time and just, you know, live life the way you want to live it. You know, I, I can't even get into it like off the clock, you know, it's all about that work you start putting in once you, once you get off the job, once you get home, once you start to put yourself in a position to get to that next level and to have you come on today. And I'll be honest with you, bro. I was not expecting all of this, right? <laughs> like, I feel like I'm getting people a cheat code <laughs> into, into no, like, I'll I've been I've been stuck at home for the last five, six months and I live by myself, you know? And the only person I really talk to every day is like my mom. And I'll talk to one of my best friends every couple of days. So, you know, I'm I'm thankful for this opportunity for me to just, you know, to just to just talk to y'all, <laughs> you know. But but what you're saying, and I really want to touch on something that you just that you just said. And I think that that's the most phenomenal thing, you know, and I've made a lot of money over my years and whatnot, but, and I, and I could have made a lot more and I could be making 10 times more right now. But I think that the most valuable thing that's in my life is just that freedom that I have to be able to do what I want when I want, you know, and to me, that's more important than everything. You know, like I, I live in a, a, a pretty nice house and whatnot. I've always had nice cars and stuff like that. Right now, I, just, I, I drive a, a pickup truck, but I'm going to buy a very nice car probably before the end of this year. It's just the, the auto market is a little funny right now, so that's why I haven't bought anything. But to me, I'll even, I would opt to not even drive a nice car to continue to drive my little pickup truck or even to drive a scooter just for the ability to be able to get up and do what I want when I want, you know? And, and then all of us at some point in time have to do some things that we may not want to do, but I think that I probably do the least of that than anybody that I know, even people that have a hundred times more money than me, you know? I get up when I want to, I go to bed when I want to for the most part, and that's what life is about, getting up every single day and do whatever it is that you choose to do when you choose to do it. I don't get up till I don't even use an alarm clock, bro. You know what I'm saying? Only time I use an alarm clock is when I'm traveling, you know, when I'm, when I'm going on a flight, cause I don't want to miss my flight, but I just wake up 
when it's time, when, when my body feels rested and I'm ready to wake up, you know? And then I, I don't get, I don't even get out of my bed. A lot of people are going to hear this and get mad, but I don't even get out of my bed till two or three o'clock in the afternoon because after I get up, I'm studying. I like to, to read and study in my bed because there's a lot less distractions. You know what I'm saying? So I'll stay in my bed. I'll get up maybe on average around 11, you know, um, 11, 11, 30, sometimes 12. But, but I don't, I go to bed very late too, because I'm up till four or five o'clock in the morning um, because I like to work late at night, you know, and I don't probably get out of my bed till around three because I'm studying for two or three hours or whatever, watching videos or reading a book or something. And then I'll, I got a little routine where I'll jump on a treadmill, do a little exercise and I'll eat. And then, you know, by the evening time, I'll, I'll jump on the computer and really get to work. And I'll work till, you know, two, three, you know, usually three or four in the morning or whatever. But that's my schedule and that's just how I choose to do it. And I can do whatever I want to do. And that's probably the most important thing. But to get to that level, this is a lot of sacrifice that you're going to have to do. I almost killed myself, you know, working so hard, managing all my businesses, dealing with these jerk employees and stuff like that for 10 or 15 years, you know, and then made some good moves and, and was willing to do things that other people weren't and not spend all my time watching every series on Netflix or whatever, you know. I only watch TV once a day and that's while I'm on the treadmill because I can't do anything else. I can't, if I could, if I could watch a training video and take notes while I was on the treadmill, I would, but I, I can't do that. And I, I just give myself that I watch TV for, I'm on the treadmill twice a day for a total of about 50 minutes. And um, that's my only time to watch TV, you know? And other than that, I don't watch no TV other than maybe CNN, you know? And I have CNN on while I'm doing some other stuff or, or while I'm eating, you know? And, but, and I work, I put in that work, but I love what I do. I love making money. I love figuring out new ways to make money. And I love helping people that I like make money so i don't have to work for if i don't like you i don't like your vibe i don't care how much money i'm not gonna do it you know and i don't have to do it i don't ha i don't have to work with nobody that i don't want to work with you know and to me that's probably the best thing about my life is that i can pick and choose i don't have to like god Lee, i don't have to get off the phone and be like i remember when i owned my business like man got off the phone and I'd just be so mad for like an hour. I'd throw the phone down, man. I'm so tired of working for this dude, man. <laughs> you know, I don't got to do that. I don't have to do that at all. The, the worst thing in my life is that I got a couple tenants. And for the most part, my tenants are pretty cool. And I have a couple that annoy me. And then once they start annoying me enough, like yesterday, I told, this, I told one of the tenants, you know, one of my tenants, I was like, you know what? I'm so sorry that you've had all these problems. And she's just complaining just for no reason. I was like, I'm sorry you're having all these problems. What I'm thinking about doing is just letting the house sit empty for the next couple months and fix it up because I don't want you to have to live in a house that has all these problems. I guarantee you this, I guarantee she ain't gonna call me for at least six months. You know what I'm saying? So that's all. <laughs> and if she leaves, she leaves because guess what? I don't really raise my rent. So I know even if she leaves and I gotta fix it up and bring somebody else in, I'm gonna charge that person $200 more because I'm way under what I should be charging that lady. You know, so I say all of that to say that I don't really have no stress in my life. Like if you look, I know I don't have any hair, but I can promise you it's no gray hairs on my body. And my, both of my younger brothers have probably more gray hair than me. I know Greg does. 
you know? Because I don't got no, man, life is carefree. <laughs> life is carefree. I don't have no stress or nothing. I'm, I'm good, you know? I mean, of course, I'm always trying to make some more money, just buy a little bit more money. I could buy a bigger house or drive a nicer car or whatever. But, man, I'm good, you know? And, and that's, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about having that money, not so that you could just go buy more things. That's important too, you know, but it's so that you have the freedom to do whatever you want when you want to do it and nobody to tell you what to do. That's what it's about. I mean, there's nothing more that could be said after that. Like, you hit the nail on the head right there, big bro. That was, that was powerful. So, oh, um, no, thank you. Like, Seriously, it's an honor, you know, to to have you on the on the podcast and to be able to drop the amount of fire that you just dropped. Like, I'm so serious when I say, if you listen to this episode and it doesn't at least spark a fire under you to go do something, then I don't know what to say. There's nothing more we can do, you know. But um, before we let you go, man, that was awesome. Thank you. But before we let you go. Uh, for anyone who's listening to this and they may want to like get in contact with you, what social media information or just like what contact information would you feel comfortable leaving with them? Yeah. So they can reach out to me on um, Facebook, on Messenger. Now, if you search my name, it's so funny because I'm at, doing this affiliate marketing stuff, one of the downsides, especially for the offers that I'm promoting, is that Facebook suspends your account all the time or whatever, right? As I'm trying to figure this out and how... Uh, so I, but so I've been looking for. Um, I know that over the years I probably started up about five or six different Facebook pages, right? And I get a lot of people, and I and I'd be forgetting that I even have these pages. So people be looking for me on these pages and be messaging me because actually those pages have my real last name, and the page that 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 I use all the time doesn't. It has my DJ because I used to be a DJ. My DJ last name. So a lot of people don't even know that I'm brothers with Greg because on my Facebook page, it's Mark Star instead of Mark Todd. But uh, so I say all that to say that to A, first make sure you find the right Facebook page and you could request me on there or you can um, send me a message on Messenger or on Instagram. My name on Instagram is at Coach Mark Speaks, right? You can message me on Instagram. Or you can send me an email. It's uh, Coach Mark Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S, at gmail.com, you know, and send me a message. And I'm going to definitely try to get it back to you as soon as possible. If I don't respond, it's, it's only because I didn't see the message or it got caught up somewhere. But I, I generally respond to everybody, unless it's like spam. Perfect, perfect. Well, once again, thank you so much for spending time with us. To our lovely listeners, man go get you some money. Like <laughs> go, go, go get you some money. Go, go, go learn a new skill, make use of your time properly. Seriously. You know, we love y'all. We appreciate you for rocking with us since the beginning of off the clock. And if you've been rocking with us since rooted deep, we appreciate you too. But until next time, peace. Me, can I say one, one small thing? Oh yeah. 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 Go for it. A little nugget. Yeah. That, um, when I was doing the network marketing thing with Greg, the uh, Beachbody, um, there was this guy, and I, I'm sure he's not listening to this or whatever, but uh, his name is Kevin DuPont. And I remember talking to him because I was trying to recruit him in or something like that into, into what I was doing. 
And he said, he said something to me, this was um, six years ago, man, and it always stuck with me. And I want to leave this with your listeners. He said, man, Mark, you see these Ferraris and these Lamborghinis and these Rolls Royces, Rolls Royces and Bentleys and stuff? I said, yeah. He said, listen, man, they made them for us. They made them for us to drive. They didn't make them for us to look at. And so many people are stuck thinking that all these nice things, like the nice house and the nice car, that's why they're so fascinated with all these celebrities on Instagram and whatnot, because they, they think that these things were made only for them. You see what I'm saying? But I realized at an early age that all the nice things, right, the nice life, being able to do what you want to do, being able to spend time with your kids or your loved ones or to buy the things that you want, they didn't, I, I, the way I look at it is they didn't make them for them other, they made them for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the other people get them too, but they made them for me. So I got to figure out how to go out there and get them. So I challenge all your listeners, man, to, to, to cut back on the time that you spend on Facebook and Instagram looking at other people with these nice things and, and put that sacrifice in, put that time in to learn how to do some of these skills that we talked about so you can have the money and you can enjoy these finer things in life. Because what you don't want to do, you don't want to get to 50, 60, 70 years old and then realize that, you know what, maybe if you would have put a little bit more effort in, you could have lived the life that you wanted to live. You know what I'm saying? You could have lived the life that you want to live, but you just needed to, 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 to put a little bit more effort in, put a little bit more sacrifice in. It may take that you got to sacrifice for two or three years and, and, and then tell your friends that, hey, you can't hang out because you're trying to learn this skill or you're trying to do this thing, you know? But that sacrifice will put you on a level that you can enjoy the next 10, 20, 30 years of your life. And trust me, it's worth it all day. It's worth it all day. All day, every day. You know, so there you have it. They made it for us, man. They made the Ferraris and the Lamborghini. They made it for us. Not anybody. They made it for us. But we just got to go out there and put that work in to get it. I I know we're about to end, but I just got to throw something in just to kind of hit that. So no, I appreciate that you said that. And I kind of want to hit the listeners because I think a lot of people, too, almost need to like have like a reminder I know some people do the vision boards and people do you know the writings whatever and I remember for me like just thinking back to like the Jamaica trip for example right I'm I, I had class and 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 I'm in Jamaica and I kept thinking to myself like they didn't just make shout out to all my Jamaicans by the way but they didn't just make they didn't just make the resorts the all-inclusives for just the ultra wealthy right and I remember like sitting there just kind of looking out out of the conference room, uh, paying zero attention where they get to wake up and see this every single day. And, and, and why, why not me? Why not us? Why not me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why I'm not me? Looking out, I was like, yo, this, this has to be our reality. I know Carl and myself, uh, for the listeners, like Carl and I have such a big drive um, to, to get the life we want to live, you know, for, the women in our lives for the future and just, you know, show us an example. Cause growing up, we always had this like phrase uh, with all my buddies were like, if, if I eat, everybody eats. Right. But that also requires like getting out there and just getting that stuff because some people just need that exposure. You never know the kind of effect you're about to have and like everybody else. For me, it's so important that I get out here and I grind cause I know my siblings are coming behind me and, and I'm sure you can attest to this as an older brother. Like, you know, it's something sweet when, like, you're not the only person 
that, that's out here being successful. It's something really sweet if like everybody else around you is also getting theirs and, and doing what they need to do to have the life that they want to live. And so, you know, I kind of just shared that to be like, yo, like if you're listening to this, Carl said it, I don't know how you walk away from this episode and, and, and you don't feel like you're about to get out there and get it. Like, I just don't get how you, how you don't, right. you've got to, it, right. it's yours to get. Um, and all you got to do is just find the right thing, find the right people, find the right product, find the right avenue, find the right customer, whatever it is that you got to find, just put in the work, put in the grind and get right. after it. Cause it's yours to get that much. I know. Yeah, no, it, 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 it absolutely is, man. It's out there. And, you know, people can sit here and make up excuses all day as to why they, they can't do it or whatever. But at the end of the day, man, they're just excuses. You know, they're just excuses. I mean, here it is. I'm not even from America. You know what I'm saying? I was born in another country. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a legal resident of the United States, but I'm not even a citizen of the United States. So there's certain opportunities that, I don't, I still don't have advantage to, even though I am a resident and I've, and I've lived here all my life for 40 something years, you know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, but at the same time, I've been able to accomplish so much more that people that were born here that, 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 that have more opportunities than me or people that may have came from rich parents or people that had, you know what I'm saying? That had all sorts of advantages. I never, I never ever fixated on, what I did have or didn't have. I just know what I needed to do. I, I, I was going to go out there and do what I needed to do to get what I was, I needed to get. I didn't sit around and wait on nobody. Nobody handed me anything. Nobody gave me, I never got no loans from no one to start no businesses. I just figured it out. I just knew I wanted it. I knew what I wanted and I was going to go out there and figure it out. And, and that's how I am still to this day. And that's how Greg is as well. You know, and that's why he's been able to attain so much success, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, usually when you see two guys that are brothers that have both, you know, made millions of dollars and, and have had success, they, they usually have worked together. And I'll say up until this year, me and Greg never, ever really, we never, ever worked together. So, so he's, so I can't even take credit for anything that he's done or, or, or vice versa. You know, if the time, the time period that we were able to work together this year was, was phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? But he, he made that journey on his own and he, he, he got to seven figures on his own as, as I did in two completely different areas, you know? So, you know, it's out there. You just got to want to go out there and get it. And, and if both me and him, could be as successful and, and then and then we're we're just really scratching the scratch of the surface because you know if we both continue to go hard like i can't even imagine where we'll be in five years you know so anybody listening right here could get it if you have the, the drive and the desire and you, and you got to have that you know you got to have that drive and design you got to realize that it's just going to be it's going to be a sacrifice it's not going to be easy you know i'm doing this affiliate marketing and i had a setback earlier this week that it felt like somebody punched me in the gut. You know, I lost one of my, um, my, my Facebook business manager accounts that was starting to do real good. And I was on the verge of really having a breakthrough and, you know, I felt down. I'm not going to lie. I felt down for a day or two about it, you know? Um, uh, but I just had to say, you know, the guys who I'm learning from, they were like, man, we've had a hundred and we had 150 go down and, um, and before we had our breakthrough, 
that was just one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is like, man, stop tripping, bro. Keep just keep it moving. You know. Thank you, bro. Seriously, thank you so much. No problem, man. No problem. Absolutely, my pleasure. Absolutely, my pleasure. I enjoyed talking with you guys. Thank you for having me on. You know, it's definitely my honor. You know, of course, of course. Yeah. So, lovely listeners, now you just got some bonus material to motivate you to go out there and get it. So, just go out there and get it, man. So next episode, peace, many blessings. Thank you for listening to another episode of Off the Clock. This episode was brought to you by the Accepted System. The Accepted System is a program that helps pre-physical therapy students get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Most pre-PT students go on to spend hundreds of dollars applying to multiple DPT programs, with the majority of them having less than 40% confidence that they will actually get accepted that cycle. You have been taught that regardless of all the work you put into applying, you really do not have much control over your acceptance into PT school. The truth is, you actually do. You can find help at www.preptgrindotc.com. This episode was also brought to you by Physio Memes. Physio Memes helps PT businesses to increase their referrals through word of mouth marketing by growing their brand with an online store. Physio Memes. Thank you for listening. Don't be shy to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. See you next episode.